This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. We your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody from Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got a couple of derby parties happening this weekend. Plus, we're going to talk about Anne's review of La Cocina del Sur Empanadas, new spot in River West. There's a European food store that's opening this weekend in Washington Park, and we got some news about meat on the streets. But we're going to kick it off, and it is, uh, I guess it's Derby weekend, right? Kentucky Derby? It doesn't feel like it to me. No, because it's cold. It's cold. That's why. It's not spring. That's the problem. But anyway, but yeah, Derby Day. Um, but some of those don't know. I was born in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, home of Kentucky Derby. So I am a critique of Derby food. So just gonna, <laughs> I'm an official. I'm, I'm trying to get my colonel status. I want to get a colonel status. You know about the colonel status, right? No. You to Kentucky, you go to Kentucky. You can you can try to get a colonel status. But anyway, Derby Day. You got a couple of events happening Derby Day. Yeah. One is the annual Maxi's event. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been going on since uh, yesterday. It wraps up uh, tomorrow on May 6th, and it, it's a benefit for the Hunger Task Force. Maxi's has a Kentucky Derby-inspired menu featuring hot brown. What's a hot brown? A hot brown is like an um, open-faced sandwich. Mm-hmm. And, turkey. Um, turkey. It's a turkey sandwich, yeah. yeah. Uh, also fried bologna sandwiches. Uh, I love fried bologna. Uh, I don't like cold bologna, but you give me a fried bologna with like mustard, hot mustard kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, that's, that's the bomb. You know, you know, there's some, there are a few restaurants that have it on the menu all year, but really fried bologna. Really? Cool. Yeah. You know, one of those places is hot dish pantry. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh they have bourbon barbecue salmon as well. Uh, there will be uh, food, drinks, pre-race coverage, and an outdoor performance by the Jackson Park Jazz Orchestra tomorrow. It begins at 2 p.m. There will also be silent auctions, raffles, best dress, best hat contests, and more. Palomino's is getting to the action. They're not horsing around. <laughs> ah, 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 see what I did there? Mm, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Palomino so is... From five to nine, having a derby party, they will be making burgers, hot fried chicken sandwiches, chocolate pecan pies, and of course, mint juleps. And they they welcome big hats. Do you have a big hat, Anne? No. You don't have a big hat? I do not. No, I don't have a big hat. I figure you would have a big hat for that big head, but you don't. Oh, <laughs> it's to hold my big brain. I I wondered the history of those hats. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. The fashion is crazy down there. Yeah. Have you, yeah. I've never been, no. So there's a couple of Derby Day parties happening tomorrow in Milwaukee. We'll post links to that over our website at radiomilwaukee.org. Coming up, we're continuing our conversation with Anne's review of La Cocina del Sur Empanadas from the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. That's coming up on This Bites. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? 
Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast. Uh, and Christensen, the wonderful talent, food writer from Milwaukee Magazine, as always. You have a new issue of Milwaukee Magazine and Door County's on the cover. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Door County for this issue at all? No, I, uh, I, I did not I, participate in that story, no. I still have never been in Door County. Really? Wow. wow. I mean, I went to Green Bay the first time last year, so, you know. I've been here 16 years. That says a lot. <laughs> I kind of contain myself within the the city limits most of the time. I went to Door County a lot as a kid. Yeah. And it's really different now I've, than it was then. It's mm. much more touristy. I always want to go like in the in the winter and get a cabin, but everything's closed, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're like really into like cross-country skiing mm. or out, outdoor hiking, snowshoeing in the middle. Yeah. I thought I would go over the winter. Why. Get a cab in the kitchen, bring up some groceries and just cook and hang out. Get a pipe, have a nice pipe. There you go. There you go. Maybe the place have a hot tub. I don't know. But anyway, in this issue, besides Door County, you have a review of a spot that recently opened from probably one of the nicest chefs in the city, Pedro, who has a food truck. I got to know him for many years. He was a chef at Stonefly Brewery before it became company brewing. Mm-hmm. Finally, recently, not too long ago, opened up his new brick and mortar spot called La Cocina del Sur Empanadas. And you have a review. I do. So first to tell people exactly where this is, if they remember River West Filling Station before that mm-hmm. Albanese's, mm-hmm. Um, this is the old location. So he opened his 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 brick and mortar restaurant. I really like it. I um, I have to say he's known for his empanadas, right? We talk about it being an empanada bar. And, you know, love the idea of empanadas, but I actually love some of his other items more. So I I know in previous segments, we have talked about that South American specialty called the arepa. And it's sort of a a corn open-faced, well, I've, I've seen them different ways. Sometimes they're kind of served like a sandwich. Um, so it's this ground maize dough and sometimes it's served open face. He does an open face version of it with, um, various types of meat, beans, cheese, sauces, really delicious, but he's got a lot of other stuff on the menu that I think you're not going to see anywhere else. Pedro is from Ecuador and some of, some of the specialties on the menu are Ecuadorian. He has something called lapangachos. Am I saying that right? I don't know, Tariq. Maybe you can help me out there. But this is this great dish that is a combination of potato cheesecakes. So these cheesecakes are served with a link of pan-seared Ecuadorian chorizo. Now, if you've ever had Mexican chorizo, it is not like that. A Mexican chorizo is crumbled. It's very, it's very spicy. Um, kind of the the actual chorizo itself is red, and the Ecuadorian. Uh, chorizo is mild and kind of subtle and mellow. And I really love, I really love it in this dish. And it comes with an onion salad and a peanut sauce. This is one of my favorite things on his menu. So if you, if you go there, I mean, sure, try the empanadas, great idea, but try some of his other dishes. Cause I think he's doing some really great things on the menu. I had the, the, it was a shrimp and fish dish. Oh, yeah, the dip, the, the, I think it wasn't like a ceviche, but it was kind of you get like the plantains with that was really good. I had this pork belly and hominy corn dish. 
that I really loved a lot. Um, I love the vibe. The cocktails are great. And uh, it's a great vibe. I really like mm-hmm. going there. And I'm glad it's in, in my neck of the woods. You can check out the latest uh, review of La Cocina del Empanada's bar and the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. So next, uh, we got some news about a kind of a food market, food store coming to Washington Park. It's a European food store specializing in British and Irish product, food products called O'Malley's. It's located at 5423 West Belite Street in Milwaukee. You can find uh, different products, everything from gravy powder, which I guess I didn't know that was a thing, curry mm. sauce, pickles, chocolate and gummy candy, Condiments, tea and coffee, frozen items like sausage rolls, cottage and shepherd pies, bangers, and black and white pudding. Kind of cool if, like, you know, you've been to England, you saw these products, you missed them, and, like, you grew up there or something, mm-hmm. you get a little taste of England, Ireland, and I'm looking at these brands, like, ah, Bisto is the brand. Best caramelized onion gravy. It's a powder. I want to curious, like, the powder. Like, you, like, put the powder in other things to, like, flavor, like, instead of salt. Yeah. Um. They got this chip chop curry sauce mix. I guess the brand is Abisto. It is a po- must be a popular brand there. Mm. Uh, the logo is like a warthog. I was looking at O'Malley's <laughs> warthog. I, I have no idea why it's a warthog, but it, it's <laughs> cute. Uh, they got desserts, all kinds of snacks. Uh, they got a Devon custard, animal bars, uh, ambrosia rice pudding. I wonder if they have crunchy bars. Do you ever have crunchy bars? Yeah, the Cadbury in England is so much better than the Cadbury in the States. Is it? Oh, God. Yeah, when I went to England several times, my fr- I remember my friend was telling me, bring me back some, he's from England, Birmingham, England. I was at Howard. Bring me back some uh, Cadbury chocolate. And I, I, I brought some, I ate it all. So I bought some from Walgreens. And we thought he would know. And he goes, dude, this is the stuff of America. And I had it. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. It tastes like plastic. Like, Ugh. once you taste it, British Cadbury chocolates, you can't yeah. go back. Like, yeah. I don't know why Cadbury is cheating Americans. But anyway, they got all these really interesting brands and the logos, the designs is kind of cute. They got all these berries, tea, Irish peas in the can. And what's the difference? What's, what's, have you read Irish peas? What's the difference between Irish peas and English peas? Well, I know that in England, they do mushy peas, which is kind of gross, actually. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what the difference is between Irish and English. Oh, I'm just curious. But I have the British tea peas, the British peas that they eat there. They mash them up, which is mm. I, I don't know. It's not my favorite way of eating peas. Well, it <laughs> looks like they actually got the Cadbury from over there too. So they got some Cadbury. Oh, canned I think chocolate. it would be worth swinging yeah. in there and seeing if it's actually really good chocolate. I have never heard of canned haggis. They have canned oh. haggis. Oh. Oh. So it's called, the brand is Caledonia Kitchen. Haggis with lamb. I mean, you know what haggis is, Haggis right? with sirloin beef. Yeah. I, but I never thought you could put it in a can. <laughs> I think you could put anything in a can, Tariq. And Ugh. I remember England's known for their brown sauce. Well, they have brown sauce. Well, it's England, but Ireland, actually. And they have a thing called salad cream, which I guess is some yeah. variation of mayonnaise. Wow. I, I've been to Ireland and some of these things I have not had. I actually had really good food when I was in Ireland. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I hear the fish, the seafood is good in Ireland. The salmon is fantastic. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So the place is called O'Malley's. We have a link to the website. 
Again, it opens tomorrow. The hours are Wednesday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Sundays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 5423 West Fleet Street in Milwaukee. Got some sad news, Anne, um, about me on the street. Did you hear about this? Yes, 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 yes. I did a story on it for our website. Yeah, I had no idea they were contemplating closing. But they closed also the public museum spot, too, mm-hmm. yeah. just after two months. So me on the street, been the quintessential Filipino cuisine in Milwaukee for almost a decade, announced abruptly closed earlier this week uh, to owe my siblings, Alexa and Matthew Alfaro. They shared the post on Tuesday, basically saying, we want to thank the Milwaukee community for nine incredible years of support, friendship and unforgettable experiences Despite the challenge of the pandemic, we were able to grow from a food truck to a thriving business. Thank you. Thanks to your unwavering support. There's nothing else to say about that, but they, they I mean, we we mentioned them opening the Milwaukee Public Museum. That sounded so great. Then, Yeah, that was just a know. couple months ago. You yeah, know, I, I actually talked to Alexa and she said, um, you know, I asked why. And she said um, that she and Matt were talking about you know, what would they want to be doing 10 years from now? Would they want to be still running mm. this business? And she said, no, they didn't feel like that's what they wanted to to continue doing. There's some, there are other things they want to do with their lives. Mm, I understand. So. That's, that's life. You know, people, sure. want, you know, everybody likes, everybody has a right to do whatever they love to do. Yeah. Of course, they're known for the lumpia and uh, kebabs and really good food. They will be missed. Uh, we mentioned this place. Uh, I know you're big on tequila. La Pina uh, <laughs> will be opening up for Cinco de Mayo. Kind of, they have a week-long opening. They took over Chiscale spot. We mentioned a long time ago, mm-hmm. a long time ago, a few episodes ago in Walker's Point neighborhood. It's a tequila area at Mezcal Bar. So I don't have any news if they do any specials or anything else, but just to let you all know, uh, they will be finally opening today. Today. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. And we'll next week we'll do a quick roundup of other Mother Day because Mother Day is next week. So we'll do some Mother Day roundup next week, just in case you forgot. Just remind you next week. But just a, a little a little sneak peek of one of the things you can do for your mothers. Dan Dan's doing their Mother's Day dim sum brunch on May 14th. You can make reservations over their website. We'll post a link there. You get some of their favorite offerings and dim sum uh the cumin lamb dumplings uh the shrimp and lobster shumai steamed barbecue pork bao chinese egg custard crab rangoon shizuan pork dumplings and other items we serve on may 14th again we'll do we'll work on a little roundup uh, next friday for those who are procrastinators on not taking care of your mom so you know who you are <laughs> like give me a little head start if you need you need an idea or two Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast, produced and edited by Kiri Salinas with support and generosity from our membership. As always, please check out, uh, subscribe to This Bites wherever you get your podcasts, NPR, Spotify, Google, or just head over to our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Have a great weekend. You too.